This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson, and it's time for us to do our Friday mock draft. Yeah, we are conclude our week. We're about, what are we, three weeks out from the draft? Yeah, we're into April, so yeah, I think so. Wow. Is, is Thursday four weeks away or three weeks away from opening night? Well, that's a good question. So, let, me, let me get pull, pull up a calendar yeah, here. So, we, okay. Because we're coming to Easter here. Uh, you can pull, look up a calendar. I'll, I'll tell people what we're doing here. We got uh, a draft run this is the 29th through May 1st. That sound right? sounds right. So, so four weeks out. We're four weeks out. We're four weeks out yeah. from day two. Yeah, fun. And I assume you and I will be on the air a ton. A lot, like we were, like we have been. Yeah. So, uh, so, so we're doing our mock draft today on the Draft Network, which does not allow us to make trades. We've had some requests. How about you don't trade? You know. So, so there will be no trades. Um, here's what they list the Steelers' needs as. Okay. And again, this this takes you to to that okay drive by. Media kind of stuff here. We had a good conversation with Mike Pursuta in an earlier segment. Their number one need that, for the Steelers yeah. is cornerback. I see the thought. I don't see it being the number one need. Me neither. Yeah. Uh, offensive tackle, running sure. back, interior offensive line, linebacker, edge, interior defensive line, quarterback, tight end, wide receiver, interior defensive line. They okay. basically take all the positions and put them in order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And safety wasn't So, obviously, I mean, at least they get quarterback being a – some people unquote, put that first. Heavy need, it's not. It's not. It's not going to be the, the job for this year. Yeah, you know. So, I'd have a hard time prioritizing their needs, and it's certainly tougher when you're a national person like this and you're not as dialed in. But I think they can live with their tackles. I think they're higher on their corners than we are, or than most are. Right. Um, depth at both linebacker spots, if you call that outside linebacker, linebacker. Is worrisome. We're a potential we starter know. at inside linebacker. Or, yeah, it's yeah. more of a even that. Type. Yeah, um, and and then running back to me is the one spot on the team where they don't have anybody with I don't think true starting right experience. Now. Right, that's the one spot on the roster with nobody with true starting experience. I think that's the biggest need. If you don't wait, what a running back's worth versus a quarterback versus right. an edge. You know what I mean? But I think that's the worst room right now. Okay, so the pick is up at twenty four. All right, here are some of the guys available. Travis Atn, mm-hmm. Aziz Ojolari, Quiddy Pay, Trevor no. Moerig, no, no, Javante no. Williams, Jason Oa, Greg Newsom, Caleb Farley. Mm. That's a tough. Uh... <laughs> Real quick, in a two-second answer, would you take Farley or Newsom? 
and we don't know the medical. It so depends on your situation. Do right. you need them to play right now? Because Farley's the, the better player. A contender, but I want to build this roster to have be a Super Bowl contender yeah. a year. Farley's now. the better player, right? Without a doubt. Without a doubt, Newsom's good. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, and that's not that's not right. knocking Newsom at all. At Newsom's all. a good player as well. Farley's a special prospect. Three weeks ago, we're talking about Farley in contention to be the number one cornerback taken in the top ten pick. Right. I mean, he's got a better chance to be the Hall of Famer. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? At least a, a, pro, a, a perennial Pro Bowl guy. Right, right, right. I would strongly consider him a 24, but that's right. easy for me sitting yeah. here in the studio without a doctor saying, don't take him. Jamin Davis. Interesting. Nick Bolton, Zayvon Collins. How would three. you rank those three? <sighs> Collins is fresh on our mind watching his pro day today. But Bolton's definitely third for me. I think Bolton's now third on that list, yeah. Especially for the Steelers because he's short. Yeah, you know, like I want to. I want a six-two. And Davis and Davis and Collins are both yeah. six-three and, and and bigger. I think I prefer Zaven. Yeah, he's a little almost, more versatile. He's almost six-five too. Yeah, you can line him up on the outside. He again, you go back to the Lawrence Timmons mm-hmm. uh, conversation where okay, you call Timmons if when you first drafted him. When Steelers first drafted Timmons, they came out and said. Yeah, we're gonna play. We're gonna play him at outside linebacker. They took him and Woodley right next to each other. And then right? in yeah. the second round, they took Woodley, and they said, "No, we're gonna move Timmons inside." That's, that's the kind of versatility the of versatility right, right. that guy gives you. Or if by chance, Watt or Heisman were to miss a game, maybe he plays one game outside. Yeah, or, you know what I mean. And certainly have snaps there either way. Yeah, I think I prefer Zavin. Of all those defensive guys, Zavin or Farley. Farley's a real wild card. Farley is a huge wild card. If you right. think that his this back thing is not a big deal, the problem is he didn't play last year. That hurts his cause dramatically. Yeah, I mean we haven't seen him play football in a long time. Yeah, and then he and then he has the back issue. Mm-hmm. But man, the upside is just tremendous. Tremendous, and you could be really. I mean, Hayden's not going to be here long either way. Right. That's the you that's know, the thing. You, you love Lane. You may even be drafting him for you know maybe. Maybe at midseason he's you know he's in your in your rotation and right. then, and then next year he's Joe Hayden's replacement. I mean Lane could be a star and you might still love him, but corner you still need another one. Yeah, you know what I mean, an outside guy. You know, he's interesting. That's a tough one. That is a, that tough, is a one. tough one. The one thing that is missing here is any of the offensive tackles. Yeah, they all got they all got taken. Tevin, uh, Samuel Cosme went at twenty one to the Colts. Uh, Tevin Jenkins went at 17 to the Raiders, and all the other guys went ahead of that. I'm not even considering any other offensive tackles at this point. I was just about to bring that up. To me, we know Sewell, Slater, and Darius aren't in the equation. Right. Gone. I think Jenkins isn't going to be in the equation either. There's too many teams that need him. Great pro day, good tape. And then you're down to Cosme, and you're taking the the fifth best offensive tackle, or? Cosme would be fine because he's a definition of a project tackle. I would not consider any other tackle. Mayfield's not for me. Radden's not for at that spot is too early. At twenty four, Cosby's the only one I would consider. And here's the other part of the equa- the equation. When I was listing those those top guys available, there are a bunch of edges. And I don't know that. edges. Here's the thing. I get, uh, some, some mock drafts I've seen, national mock drafts, have the Steelers taking Gregory Rousseau or Jalen Phillips. They don't fit in this defense. They're not 3-4 outside linebackers. Especially Rousseau. They're 4-3 ends. I mean, Rousseau's a much lesser athlete than Phillips. Yeah. He's not dropping at all. Right. He's more kick inside than he is dropping the coverage. Yeah. Phillips, to me, is the best of those edges. I'd love to have him on the team, but I don't think you have that luxury. Yeah. So... 
I don't think any of those edges. And you just drafted Hightower last year in the third round, and he started the last five games of the year for you. He's a starter. He's a starter. He's a starter. Yeah, yeah. he's a returning starter. If you take a third-round edge guy, okay. Uh, Okay. Different story. Right, right. But not in the first round. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think so either. So I guess the decision comes down to ATN, Williams, uh, Newsom, Farley. Do we agree ATN over Williams? I go back and forth on that one. That's a tough one. If we're having this conversation last year, it's definitely Williams. For the Steelers. Okay. For what they look for in a running back. Right. I see what you're saying now. Right. Just stylistically. Yeah. But now with with Matt Canada on board, maybe they're looking for that ATN-type guy with more speed. I could certainly see it. Yeah. You know, and I have no problem with that. I don't think you have to Jerome Bettis your way to the top. No, I don't think so either. I still like Williams better than ATN. Not that I I dislike ATN. I'd take any of the top three backs. Yeah, me too. And be very comfortable. And be very comfortable. Here's the thing. If we pass someone here, we're probably not getting one. Probably not. I think we take Farley or Zavin. I think you got to take Farley. Okay. I mean, I just... We're going to be short on we, other needs. We've talked about boy. the depth of the inside linebacker position this year. There's a lot. Farley's just... We don't need Farley to line up week one. This, this is a Rod old. Woodson-like, right, holy right, crap, right. I can't believe this guy's available. Right. I mean, Keith Miller's a lesser example, but you benefit from a guy that people are a little afraid of. And a lot of those teams that are afraid of him think they might get fired this year, and they need their first right. pick to play. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's Again, if he's, that if he's ready to go by midseason. Even next year. I mean, if he's 100%. I, yeah, ideally you'd like to get him at some point this year. But without question. Yeah, I don't think this ba- the back thing is going to be. I I think what I read was he thinks that he'll be ready at the start of training camp. I heard it's a four-month thing, Yeah, which lines up fine. My worry is, does that make him more susceptible over the next five, ten years? Is he always going to I don't think he gets it done if that's the case. Right. You know what I mean? He, right. I think he just, oh, I'm fine. I mean, you'd hate to pick this guy, and every week he's questionable or he's out for two weeks or, you know. Let's take him, though. He's a special player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the best prospect of all of those. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. All right, so Caleb Farley's the pick. Wow, we've never done that. We haven't done that. I've passed on him a couple of times in recent weeks, you know, in recent days, I should say. I feel like he's going to go to a playoff team. Yeah, <sighs> one of these teams that can afford the, the Bills or, you yeah. Know. Javante Williams just went 43 to the 49ers. Hmm, interesting. Well, they, they did lose some backs over there. They the did off. lose some yeah. backs. All right, so we're back up again here. Um Real quick, Farley note. Just think of the opposite way. What if the Steelers pass on him and the Ravens take him? And you're You'd like, be oh, mad. Damn. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah right. Think of that perspective. The rich right. getting richer with that guy. Who do the Ravens want the Steelers to take? Probably not Farley. Probably not. Yeah. Right, right. Um, we're up at 55. The top players available, Wyatt Davis. He's a guard. Mm-mm. Ronnie Perkins, an edge. Good player, but I don't yeah. think that's. Gregory Russo, another edge. No. Joseph Asai. He's still available. Yeah, Joseph Asai, another edge. Russo's down to 51 on their rankings, by the way. He did not test well. Didn't test well at all. He's not an explosive player. Davian Nixon, an interior defensive lineman. I don't like any of these guys. Jabril Cox. Eh, I'm interested. Okay. Aaron Robinson. We're not not in the market. No, we're out of that market. Brady Christensen, the offensive tackle from BYU. Short arms, but there's been a lot of tackles lately that get away with short arms. I mean, he's really athletic. Javon Holland. Safety out of Oregon. He's about to work out any minute now, actually. Milton Williams, the defensive lineman out of uh, Louisiana Tech. I feel like we have to get an offensive player. Elijah Molden, the cornerback out of Washington. Took a corner. Richie Grant. I mean, these are the top guys available on their board. Tommy Tremble, uh, Nico Collins, Dwayne Eskridge. Where are the where are all the offensive centers? Quinn Miners is the top guy available. Let me 
uh, at the center wow. position. They just added, and they just added him to their board. Uh, again, this is on the, the draft network, like last week, and they they put him right in at like seventy five. They must have not realize he was missing. Yeah, I can. That didn't work out so well for us. No, the, so if we're looking at interior offensive linemen, it's Wyatt Davis, Quinn Miners, Trey Smith, Josh Myers. Uh, the offensive tackle position, it's Christensen, it's Jackson Carmen, Spencer Brown, James Hudson, Deontay Smith, Robert Hainsey. I mean, those guys got eaten up. Stone Forsythe still available. I like Stone Forsythe. I think I took him in the fourth round of uh, the mock draft, and I'm going to – I don't think he's a second rounder, though. No, I don't no. think so either. But if I think again again if you get that guy with one of those two fourth round picks, yeah, as a, yeah. a developmental center, okay, yeah, 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 I can I can handle that. Um, this is the problem with if you pass on. And there's not a back I'm taking. There's not a that. back. The, the top backs available: Michael Carter, Kenneth Gainwell, Trey Sermon, Ramonde Stevenson, Killen Hill, Chuba Hubbard, Javian Hawkins. I mean, these are guys are all decent players, right? They're Some not, of them don't fit. With the they're not bell right cows. Right? Khalil Herbert. Um, yeah, it's I consider Sermon next round. I wouldn't consider any of those guys this round. <sighs> the names you mentioned, two stand out to me. Jabril Cox. Pete Werner's still available, too. Would you take Werner over Cox? I might. I think Cox is better at football right now. Right now, but I think Werner's pretty solid, and he tested better physically. I think I'd take Miners. And he's younger. I mean, can this team afford to use their first two picks on defense? I don't think they can. I just think you yeah. can't. And Miners, to me, is high upside. You may not get anything out of your first two picks for a couple of weeks, but you might be real happy about it next year or midseason. Yeah. This draft not setting up real well no, for No, it's not. I mean, all the values on defense right now. Yeah. Miners is the pick. Yeah. Second round. He went from being a guy nobody had heard of at the Senior Bowl to a Maybe second Maybe we could get him in the fifth. Yeah. <laughs> Which never was going to Probably, but yeah, after the senior bowl. Okay. All right. It's not going so great. It's not. It's not. Okay, we're back up at 87. The top inside backers available now. Cameron McGrone, mm. Dylan Moses, Monty Rice, Derek Barnes, Charles Snowden, Tony Fields. Uh, Several Derek. of those I would like to add to the team. I don't know if they're not, doing it here. Yeah, they're not necessarily starter quality guys. Moses would probably be my favorite of that group. <sighs> Running back. It's the same group of guys. Nobody, another running back okay. did not go. So it's Carter, Gainwell, Sermon, Stevenson, that group. I'd have a hard time taking Sermon because I think Gainwell and Carter are better, but Sermon's better for the Steelers. You agree with that? Yeah. I don't love it. Though. I don't love that either. Yeah. Might punt on running back. Uh, what kind of tackles are available? Or is there some edge we can't believe still there? Hainsey. Stone Forsyth, Walker Little. Walker Little, I'll take. Yeah, Adrian Ely. I don't like Ely. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a big fan there. Um, I like Stone Forsyth, but I would take Walker Little. I'd probably Harvey. take Walker Little, yeah. But, man, it's another guy that's not going to help you much this year. No, no, <laughs> which I'm okay with. I mean, I think this is their version of a rebuild. I'd love to go into next year saying, boy, we really only need a quarterback and a running back. <laughs> I'd rather have a running game for the quarterback to fall into. That but would you, be nice. But this mock aside, if I walked outside and rubbed a, a magic lamp and a genie came out and said, would you trade the Steelers' third-round pick for Walker Little? I'd say yes in a heartbeat. 
You're not loving it. I'm not loving it. This is what happens when you go cornerback in the first round. We knew that we were going to pay for that. Yeah. But we maybe got a top five talent. We're paying for it. Right. We're paying for it. Yeah. But what's your alternative here? Because here's the uh, who do you like better for that? Ex- uh, here's the cornerbacks uh, that are uh, still available at that: Elijah Griffin, Keith Taylor, Benjamin St. Juice, Trill Williams, uh, Mukomu, Mukamomu, or Mukuamu, mm-hmm. whatever it is, uh, from South Carolina who played opposite J.C. Horn, Trey Brown, Rodarius Williams. I mean, there's guys there that Gary Vincent that none of them can touch Farley. No, no, they're not Farley, but they but would you wouldn't mind taking them in the third round. Yeah. Right. I mean they're, you know. Oh, I hear you. I'm looking at these positions in need and I'm like, I don't like any of these guys. But we got we made this bed. We got to sleep in it. So who are you taking in the third round that's better than Walker Little? Again, it's not giving you probably not going to play for you this year. But he well, might. I mean, he has a huge Well, I, I think as Farley. I think if you if you jump on one of those linebackers, they okay. might play for you this year. They There's well a good could. chance that they could. They very well could. Who's your fave? I forget the names off the top of my head. I think Dylan Moses was my favorite. It's McGrone, it's Moses, it's Rice, Derek Barnes. There's also a chance one of them falls is there next round. There's that. And Moses is a risk too. Yeah. I mean, all of our, our draft has been risky. It's been super risky. Super risky, right. Yeah, it's very unstealer like. Um so it comes I'm still taking Walker Little over that crew. All right, we'll take Walker Little. Um, I'm not loving this draft, i got to say. I feel you, but all three of those guys could hit big. They all could fail. Yeah. Well, that's the problem. You could could really blow a draft. We didn't hit any doubles. No, we've not hit a single single double today. That's true. And we're up to pick 128, and let's see what – Stone Forsyth is still there, by the way. Yeah, that would have been nice to know. Uh, Linebacker, you're looking at – Monty Rice, Derek Barnes, Charles Snowden, Tony Fields. Those uh, are all fine. Joshua Ross, Justin Hilliard, blah, 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 yeah, blah, 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 blah. I don't like any of that. Let's take a look back at the running back board. Ooh. Ramonde Stevenson, Killen Hill, Chuba Hubbard, Javian Hawkins, who doesn't fit. Puka Williams, yeah. who doesn't fit. Khalil Herbert, Jamar Jefferson, Chris Evans. We're fishing, off, horrible names, we're fishing but... off the short pier now. No, we're we not going to catch any big fish down here. No. How about an edge? All right. We can look at the edge. Okay. You're looking at uh, Cam Sample, uh, Ogan Deje out of uh, Notre Dame, Dalen Hayes out of Notre Dame, Rashad Weaver out of Pitt, Chauncey Golston. Most of these guys are 4 3 ends. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Cooper, hmm. Ellerson Smith. Seems like our. Shaka Tony, yeah. Patrick Johnson. Those okay. last two guys might be the guys I like the best out of that group. I was going to say Sample. Not great. Is is he an outside? Is he going to stand up on the outside no, for you? Probably no, not. Probably not. I mean, they asked that. They don't. That's not a, a must have, but it's important. Where uh, else do we go? Tight end? Not really. Who's his best available period? Best available period is. Come on, Jalen Twyman, Cam Sample, Ramonde Stevenson, Marvin Wilson. Kendrick Green, but we already took a center. Boy, we'd really attack our O line issue. <laughs> that may be a guard zone or whatever. Yeah. That uh, would have been nice to know, too. You know, if I, obviously the world doesn't work that way. Which one I of the do, running backs do you like the best out of that group? I kind of lean towards maybe Killing Hill. That's who I, my pick was going to be, too. Yeah. I think that's the move. Yeah. I mean, I don't I mean, love t- it. Instead of totally punting on the position, try to hit a single. 
Get on base. Yeah. yeah. Killing Hill is Let's do it. Over yeah. Ramonde Stevenson? Yes. Yeah. I think he's a little more dynamic. Okay. That's the pick. Okay. Well, good thing we're not getting graded on this one. It's not Although scary. they'd like they, the I graders would Farley probably can, like Farley. You're right. All right, we're back up at 140. That... Now I think we can look at the edge. We're back sure. up at 140. Um, so I think you're looking at. Uh, I don't know that either one of the Notre Dame guys fit. Nah, not not so great. Yeah, no. uh, Rashad Weaver doesn't fit. No. Uh, Chauncey Golston doesn't fit. He's a four three end. Yeah. So it's you got. Cooper, Ellerson Smith, Shaka Tony, Patrick Johnson, Wyatt Hubert. Where's Ellerson Smith from? Northern Iowa. I've heard good things. I haven't watched He's him. long. Yeah. Yeah. Like 6'5", yeah. 250, 260. I think he has traits. Yeah, there's definitely some some ability there. Uh, Tony's a guy who's a little bit undersized, but he did, was 240 at their yeah, pro he's day. he's stout enough. And ran, ran – I mean, he didn't run like the other Penn State guys. Right. But he ran well enough. I think that's a fast track side note. But uh, yeah. still, he's speed's not a problem for Patrick him, Johnson sure. didn't run super well, mm-hmm. but his cornering was good, as was Hubert. Both of those guys were like – Yeah. Johnson had a real good three-cone from what I remember. Yeah, but he, both Johnson and Hubert were really good in the three-cone. I might go there. Which one do you like better? Johnson. I think Johnson, too, but I like yeah. both of those guys. Okay, Patrick Johnson's a pick. So we got an edge a little higher than we usually did. Now we get a little bit of a weight here. We're bad at linebacker. Yeah, we haven't even drafted a linebacker. We haven't drafted a true linebacker. And I don't know if we will. We might find a diamond in the rough here. A Gilbert type, you know, that can – somebody would put up some, some numbers. In, in the, well, Gilbert's a guy that needs to – this is a big year for him. It would be great if he was good. Yeah, it's a big year for him. There's a handful of those guys. And there are every year, but Gilbert and Lane and, you know, that I mean, he's a legit, opportunity. He's a legit 4-4 guy. Yeah. Like, those guys, you just, I mean, this year's different, but you usually don't find those guys mm-hmm. in the sixth round. No, they don't grow on trees. Um, let's take a look at that position now. Okay, you got uh, Grant Stewart out of Houston. Okay. Buddy Johnson out of Texas A&M. Patty Maybe. Fisher out of Northwestern. Tough Borland from Ohio State. No. None of those guys didn't run well. Errol Thompson from Mississippi State. Adam Anderson from Georgia. Riley Cole from South Carolina or South Alabama. Anybody jumping out of you in that crew? Uh, Cole was interesting, but he's okay. you know it's a small school guy. Yeah. Um, you know I I, I don't know. If we got to take him here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I wouldn't be you know if, if it does take. Uh, Caleb Farley a little while to get on the field. I was thinking maybe a slot corner. Yeah, a slot corner wouldn't be bad here. No. And maybe we should have taken one earlier. Perhaps, uh, instead of the running back, yeah. maybe. Uh, you're looking at Thomas Graham out of Oregon, Tay Gowan out of UCF, uh, Marco Wilson out of Florida. Interesting. I mean, he's a total He tested really well, yeah. Galore. Probably more of an outside guy. Cameron Bynum out of Cal, Trey Norwood out of Georgia, DJ Daniel from Georgia. Or train words from Oklahoma. DJ Daniel from Georgia. Chris Wilcox from BYU. Uh, Brenton Nelson from Virginia. Uh, Gowen's interesting. Same with the Florida kid. Not yeah. loving the draft. No, I'm not loving it either. Is um, there a tight end? Well, we can. yeah, we can look at that. Let's see here. Tight end you're looking at. Ooh. Noah Gray from Duke, who ran well. Yeah, he's interesting. Yeah, uh, Carrie Angeline from NC State. Yeah. Sean Byer from Iowa. Yeah. Uh, Matt Bushman from BYU. Not bad. Yeah. 
uh, Tony Poljan from Virginia. Big guy, but this is early for those guys. Yeah, Luke right? Farrell from Ohio State. Okay. Uh, Jack Stahl, Nick Lenners, Javonski Haskin, Dylan Soner. Um, Boy. This is pick 260. We got two picks after this. Yeah, right. Um, I don't know. One of those two corners. Let me see who's the, the best, best available heard, guys. Yeah. Well, Malcolm Kuntz. Uh, Amir Smith Mars blah, 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 mm-hmm. out of Iowa. He's the one that tested really well, right? Yes. The wide receiver. Jalen Dardell. Darden's still available. Usually I'd be great with that. But As is Cade Johnson. Wow. They might be the best players available. They might be. Jamar Jefferson available. With the, th- the safety? No, the running back from Oregon State. Oh, I was thinking the Indiana safety. I, um, I mean, I I, if you wait to take – a running back. Do you take two? Do you take two and do like the like the Packers did when they took, you know? In, in I was the, thinking that too. Yeah, well, they, the year they took three and got Aaron Jones is the second one that they picked. Right. Up. Jamal Williams was one of the other ones. They just threw a bunch of guys at it and said, okay, one of these guys is going to be our back. Who's the back that you would consider doing that with? Is, is Michigan guy available? See, I want this guy to be more of a swing for the fences, upside athlete receiver. Here are the top guys available: Jamar Jefferson. Chris Evans, who you just mentioned, yeah, out of uh, Michigan. Rakeem Boyd from Arkansas. Jarrett Patterson from Buffalo. Elijah Mitchell from, from uh, Louisiana. Ran really well. Yeah. Um, I, you know, Jefferson, Evans, Mitchell. Evans know. and Mitchell would be my favorite of those yeah. three. Put two in there and, you know, two dogs, one bone situation. Might be five dogs. Might be five <laughs> dogs and th- two bones. Right. And you might... <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you throw a bunch of stuff at a fan and it sticks. I mean, maybe McFarland steps up and beats out all these guys. Or you know, we we talked about keeping an extra one on the roster. I'm okay with that. I like that that Packer analogy. Which one do you want? Worked out for them. I think I'd go Evans. Okay. Um. To me, here's the problem with Evans is he's not been the guy necessarily. He's had some issues. Yeah. He's had some issues where Mitchell I've seen be the guy. Right. Yeah. Do we need a guy though? Well, we or might. We guys. I mean, we'd like to have a we'd guy. We'd like to have a guy. Right. <laughs> guys isn't And great. if somebody emerges, he's going to be the guy. Yes. I think Evans just has higher upside than me. Okay. Maybe. We'll take we'll take Evans. We might, we might take a third. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, they all they all went. Okay. Okay, so we don't have to worry. A linebacker that. that could run wouldn't hurt, but they seem to be few and far between. Our rankings seem a lot very similar to uh, this website's rankings. Yeah. We're not finding guys we can't believe are still there. We still have two more picks, right? We got two more picks. Okay, the, the top guys available. Oh, I don't know if we can keep passing on these guys. Jalen Darden. I think we grabbed this is, something This like is pick now. 245. Right, right, right. And I mean, Cage, Juju might not be back. And Cage year. Johnson. I think we grabbed one of those. Or Cage Johnson. Um, which one do you like better? They're different. Johnson's a bigger. They both can be slots, but Darden's skinny. Darden's faster. Johnson. Okay, Johnson. That's a really good pick in yeah. that stage. Oh, it's a cool, right. great value. Right. Yeah. Well, I like that might that. be my favorite pick in our draft. <laughs> right, right. I mean, he may not do a thing this year, but Washington and Juju might not be back. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we're back up here at 254. Um, we still haven't taken a, a hit-and-run linebacker. That'd be nice. And I don't know special gonna, teams would be. I don't know we're right. going to find one here. Right. Uh, we, we could take another cornerback, and guess what? All those cornerbacks are still there. Nobody's, oh, let's take one. So it's still it's Tay Gowan, Marco Wilson, Cameron Bynum, Trey Norwood, DJ Daniel, Chris Wilcox. I'd roll the dice on Wilson. 
He's just an athlete. Yeah, he's just a big athlete. Yeah. He, he's also more outside, but I don't really care. You know? Yeah. I mean, he's six foot. He's not like he's, no, he's a not, monster. Right. But he ran like a four three forty. Unbelievable jump. Jumped and yeah, yeah. yeah, did all that stuff. Anyway. I'll roll the dice on an athlete there. Let's do it. I mean, Farley might not be ready opening day, and maybe this guy's in the mix and yeah. has a helmet on game day. I don't know. All right, so here's our draft. In the first round, we got Caleb Farley. We rolled the dice on Caleb Farley. No one's going to moan and groan in this glass if he turns into a pro bowler, though. No. You know what I mean? At 55, we took Quinn Miners. Yeah. At 87, we took Walker Little. Okay. At 128, we took Killen Hill, running back out of Mississippi State. That's the one I think that we kind of look at and be like, we had to. Yeah. Uh, at 140, we got Patrick Johnson, the edge out of Tulsa. Or Tulane, I should say. At 216, we doubled down at the running back position to Chris, Chris Evans. I like that move, considering how the draft went. Yeah. At 245, we took a value pick in Cade Johnson, the wide receiver out of South Dakota State. We'll be happy about that next year. Yeah. And then at 254, we took Marco Wilson, the cornerback out of Florida. I don't hate two it. Two cornerbacks, two running backs. It's a little odd. Yeah. You can be walk a little in the third round, though. I mean, between him and mine, or it's, the O-line might be solved for the long term. Yeah. I just don't know. It's not a lot Here's of help thing. right now. If Farley is ready to play in four in in four months mm-hmm. and is ready for the start of training camp, there's a good chance that he's the starter. Yeah, for eight years. Yeah. You know, right. I mean, and if that's the case, then this draft is a is a could be a home run. Could be a home run. Because you just got a, a a top ten talent at twenty four. Even if he's not ready or needs you know, you work him in as the season. He's goes. good enough that if, if when he's healthy you're putting he's him in the, play in the he's you're putting him in the, the starting line. lineup. No, he's not staying on the sideline ever. Yeah, I kind of like this draft more and more. I mean, there's a lot of swings, including the seventh rounder. Nick Miners, Miners in the second round is a swing. It's a swing. Little's a swing. He hasn't played Farley. football in two years. I know. I mean, We're judging are... everything. Everybody's judging what he can be off of a week of Senior Bowl practice. Yeah. Little's played one game in two years. <laughs> Little's played. <laughs> right. That's the thing. All, All these guys. Are our top three picks. Didn't no play football. this year. Didn't play football. That's problematic. I don't know that that's going to happen for this. I don't know that the Steelers are going to make that move. I don't know that you could take that approach to the draft. Yeah. I mean, that's really – that's not punting for this year, but it's saying, boy, we're going to build something yeah. for 2020. That's, that's saying t- the 2020 college football season really didn't matter. We didn't put much stock <laughs> in it. I hear you. I don't hate that draft, though. I don't it hate it, be my but, favorite one that we've ever boy, it's, it's – we're making some leaps of faith. Right. I mean, if one or two hit, great. Kate Johnson didn't play this year. No, I guess he did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the backs don't have a lot of experience between them either. Chris Evans was a part-time player this year. Right, like, right, right. Oh, man. Yeah, right. there's not a lot of snaps in the recent film for that crew. Dale Lolly, the journalist. Mm-hmm. Would have fun with that Assessing one. this draft would rip the Steelers for this draft. Now, there would be some guys, okay, this is a high upside draft, but, right, right, right. boy, they're, they're taking some chances. They're taking chances. I don't hate it, though. It's not my fave. Yeah. Yeah. It's all, I think we've we've done better. I mean, think what their pass rush would be like if Farley's a guy. Yeah. I mean, I love Farley. Right, he was my right, number right. one corner. When we did the, when we did the, our triple takes. Pre-back issues. Yeah, right. he was my number one cornerback. Right. I, mean, he's I think he has more upside than Sertain. I think Sertain I do too. might be better right now. I think he's a more polished player. Yeah, yeah. But Farley's got the upside. It's just like. Oh, he is he's the bigger. Oh, yeah, he's bigger. Yeah. He's faster. He's, you know, the whole deal. Yes. Takes the ball away. I mean, I'm sure people, I don't remember the Heath draft, but I'm sure 
you guys had fun tearing that one up too. Like, not really. I mean, yeah. He was. I, the, I mean, he was the number one tight end available that year. And well, Farley might be the number one corner. He might be the number one corner. Right. You got him at twenty four. Yeah, I mean, not all these guys are going to hit, but and we're putting a lot of a lot of trust in our coaching staff. Yeah, bring these and our medical staff. And the medical the medical staff's going to have to because Walker coaches. Little's a guy that's had right, some right, right. stuff He's had issues too. Yeah, I don't know. I don't hate it. It's a very um, different approach than our usual, though. Doesn't help our running back room a whole lot, though. No, it doesn't. We might have to. Now, now you, might be if, the, if things go this way, you do have to go re-sign James Conner. And then you got seven guys after a bone, or six guys after a bone. Uh, that's but fine still, because fine, I'm calling Connor, Yeah, four of those guys re- wrestling for that bone didn't show me a whole lot last year. No, and I'm not going <laughs> to mind cutting them either. Yeah, and that might be Benny Snell. That might be, uh, and again, a lot of people throughout the season could get carries for you. Yeah, not ideal. Not ideal at all, but that's going to do it uh, for this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. So for my partner, Matt Williamson, for Jacob Recht here on site, keeping us on the air, I'm Dale Lolly, and we thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.